Welcome to the Next Issue Podcast. We're a group of friends that love talking comics and all that it entails. Uh, we're based out of Dallas, so you'll hear us talk about how these comics make up a part of our daily lives, including our local comic shop, conventions, and other forms of entertainment. Welcome. Don't you like no, Shazam? No, no, no. I didn't like Shazam. I really liked it. I just like Wonder Woman more. And we're live. Oh, gosh. All right. All right. Uh, so we have a lot of news to cover, so we're going to start with that. Um, let's start with... I want to do D23 last because I think that's where we're going to spend a bunch of the, the bulk of our time. So let's talk about... Somebody brought up Masters of the Universe. <laughs> Kyle snatches the microphone. Somebody. <laughs> Test, test. Do you hear? Do I have levels? Yes. All right. So, hi, guys. It's Kyle again. I'm back on an episode, ref, you know, rephrasing this. But um, last weekend, the 17th and 18th, was one of the greatest conventions a- ever out there. The PowerCon, the official He-Man and She-Ra po- convention. And I didn't even know they had a convention. I was there last year. <laughs> so, yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, this is, oh, my God. And this year, it was actually at the Anaheim Convention Center, which is right across from Disney World. So, oh. so yeah, uh, one of the biggest news. So, there's a YouTuber out there. He's... Oh God, he's been doing it for 10 years. His name is Pixel Dan. He uh, reviews toys, but uh, basically he was out there, and he's been one of the main figures for uh, PowerCon. Is he the guy from Toy Galaxy? No, 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 no different guy. I'll oh. have to show you the YouTube channel. But anyway. All right. Yeah, but um, no, uh, the first time I ever found out there was a He-Man podcast in 2006 called uh, MasterCast. He was one of the guest hosts, and he does his own like, YouTube channel, and really good reviewer. He, like, he goes to San Diego Comic-Con free to interview all the like, toy people and stuff. He, this is, like, everybody knows him. I like that you included free. <laughs> well, maybe yeah. I'm wrong. I don't know. Maybe, maybe he doesn't get passed. Him. I don't know. <laughs> but um, no, but he got to interview Kevin Smith. And this is where, of all things, I'm like, you know, I, don't, I can visit this year. No. Kevin Smith shows up free to do a panel and announce he's going to be doing an exact sequel to the 1982 filmation Master of the Universe cartoon. And it's going to be on Netflix. And I'm like, uh, what? Kevin Smith? He-Man? Okay. I- I'm giddy. <laughs> all right. So real quick, because I watch He-Man, but I don't remember the... The only thing I remember is that he turns from Prince Adam into He-Man, but yeah. I don't know why. Like, spoiler. Oh. No, no spoiler. Yeah. Get over yeah, this. Jesus, man. No, yeah. it's a sequel. That we so, already know that, right? Because, okay, so a little bit of history on He-Man. So you have the original 1982 cartoon, which derived from the toy line. Pop in Wait, they made cartoons to sell toys? <laughs> no. <laughs> Get was, out, let me write that 80s. down. It was, it was the 1980s when toys were still good. Next, you're going to uh, tell me they write comics to sell toys. Well, they did. Marvel did. <laughs> Marvel Star Comics did have a lot. <laughs> no, but 1990 shows us the new era of the new Avengers of He-Man, which was a horrible series, but it was them trying to relaunch the series. 2002, you have the Mike Young production of uh, cartoons, which ran, was going to be uh, ran for two seasons on Cartoon Network. We were going to have a third season that introduced She-Ra and the Horde, but because toy sales weren't that great, dropped it. And then you have the new comic books that started coming out in 2008 and from DC Comics. So Mattel started releasing a new line called the Master Universe Collector's Edition, which is now owned, the rights are now owned by another company, which is one of my favorite toy companies called Super 7. And they're basically, they've combined all the histories together. So now what was used to be like a small, simple, like, oh, we're not sure this is going to become canon, is now canon, which is Skeletor is actually He-Man's uncle. And I'll say this. Randor's brother, Keldor. I'll say this. Having Kyle back on that episode, 
increases the accuracy and level of detail of the <laughs> podcast by 200%. <laughs> three, three episodes yeah. ago, we spent 10 minutes trying to remember an artist name that, that went to Josh's comic book shop so, for the image tour. Where we're oh, like, oh, yeah, right, right. like yeah. 10 minutes later, oh, okay, we know the name of yeah, the... Yeah, so, so we are the the number <laughs> of at messages on Twitter go way down after Kyle's on the episode. It's <laughs> yeah, just good. No, I, so. I'm glad I, I'm back here full time, I promise. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it basically one of the biggest things was that Keldor, who is, there is another race on Eternia called the Garwins, who are a blue race. And so uh, Randor's grandfather had a an affair with his wife and with one of the Garwins and had a, a brother named Keldor. So he was one of the unworthy race of uh, Eternians. And eventually he wants to kill Randor to take the, uh, the, uh, to take the dynasty away from him. And so he makes a bond with Hordak, gets, uh, basically gets hurt. Uh, Hordak uses his magic to make him Skeletor, the whole skull face. And that's how that relationship, that's how Skeletor became a part of the evil Horde. Okay, there's a great documentary on Netflix about it. What, what's the name of it? Oh, uh, uh, I, and I, oh hold on. Oh, we stumped the cow broke him. I own um, it. I kickstarted it. Oh. <laughs> while while Kyle looks that up, I just want to point out that as excited as I am about Kevin Smith, sh- you know, uh, shepherding He Man sequel of the original cartoon, if Jason Mewes is not Orko, I'm going to throw a shit fit. All right, <laughs> seriously. Snoochie booches. <laughs> I'm going to. Would he cast the spell no. wrong? No, you just know what you did. I'm going to go home. Rip a, a, a clip of Orko and Jason Mewes and edit Snoochie Boochies. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, it is perfect. Orko going, would you fuck me? Oh, God. I'd fuck me. Send, me. send me that audio once you clip it, Kyle. I'll put it on the episode. Please. Stay hey, tuned to me. Snoochie Boochies. It'll, yeah. Yeah, it'll be so. our first after credits. Power of Grayskull is the documentary. Okay. And I remember, I, I remember it's the same creative team that did the uh, TMNT documentary and then also did one for uh, Nintendo retro games. So I, oh, I, cool. because, because, right. because I did a high enough uh, Kickstarter, I also got an actual uh, animation cell from Filmation. It's Prince Adam. Oh, and nice. I got that today, right, right before I went to PowerCon last year. Dude, aren't, uh, isn't Adam F. Goldberg uh, producer on all these? He's been producing a lot of documentaries about the 80s, and I think no. specifically... No, it's a different creator, too. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I'm, I'm, I'm trying to remember some of the ones he has, he has out. Uh, I'll look them up and get a list. Now, if he does one, hey, Adam, if you're out there and you want to do a documentary and I agree with you, do one for GoBots. Oh, <laughs> he God. defends the Go... No, do not knock the GoBots. Not, not the Go... No, no, oh, do, oh don't, do, don't, don't disparage knock. the no. GoBots? I, as much as bad as that series was, it was bad. I still enjoy it. They, they have feelings. You're going to hurt their feelings. What I that? No. Um, <laughs> IDW just released... And I need to bring this up so we can Oh, I heard of this. Yeah. The, yeah, the, the uh, GoBots... If you, if you say comics, I'm cutting off your mic. No. <laughs> no, 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 it, no! It was a gr- no. It's a great series where basically the humans uh, create the GoBots, but then the GoBots revolt and it ends up going to like Planet of the Apes and all this different stuff. And it's like this is a great story. It took six minutes to tangent into comic books, even though we all agree. Let's try oh, but, not. To. But we are talking about an eighties franchise. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry. No, but uh, the fact that he, of all thi- hold on, I saw the face on Uh-oh. Clay. Uh oh, Clay, Clay just looked something up. Uh oh, Clay is not using. For our viewers at home, Clay's okay, face so just melted. I looked up Adam F. Goldberg's producing credits. He's got like 48 credits in here, and here are the current documentaries filming. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons, <gasps> a documentary. Sweet. I know everyone just got super excited yeah. about that one, mm. but this is the one that I'm really excited for. <laughs> What an institution, the story of Fleece Academy. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> it is currently filming. He's listed as, uh, um, a, <laughs> as a producer. 
The next one, The Orange Years, The Nickelodeon Story. He's doing a documentary nice. on Nickelodeon. So, yeah, he's got quite a bit out there. Is that the sequel to The Slime Years? Kickstart. I'll give you my money. <laughs> <laughs> are, are they not on Kickstarter? No, I, this is Adam F. He's a oh, Goldberg. He, 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 just doesn't, he doesn't need Kickstarter. He's been taking the money from, from that. Got it. Okay. Like, the guys who did this one, these guys are like just normal production company. That's ah. why they did Kickstarter. Got it. Uh, 30 Years of Garbage, The Garbage Pail Kids Story. He did that from 2017. Well, that's 2017. I mean, so that's already out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, on the Sly, In Search of the Family Stone. That's a weird, yeah. That is that, weird. Like Sly and Suddenly a bunch Stone? of nerd stuff, and then he goes And then, into and some then he's, like, he's like 70s rock. Yeah. Sly and the Family Stone. Sly and the Family Stone? Yeah. I don't get that reference. It's, uh, a, it's a band from the 70s. You don't know who yeah. Sly and the Family Stone is? No. <laughs> Y'all don't know who Sly and the Family Stone are? No. Yeah, hold on. Let us see what's the. We know you're old, Adrian. It's okay. I'm pulling up the first you're song. Really we're old. We got a little Soul Train here, and this Heck is yeah. Soul Thank Train. You by, <laughs> by Sly and the Family Stone. Thank you. And you call me white. <laughs> well, that has nothing to do with the color of my skin, sir. How dare you? There's the copyright infringement. Thank oh, you now very we'll much. Have to, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Clay. Hey, now we'll have to demonetize this episode. Oh, yeah, like it wasn't already. No, if you're within 45 seconds of a song, you're okay. All right. Yeah, so then that was good. Yeah, he's just got tons of credits of uh, documentaries in here. Uh, the Death of Superman Lives, What Happened, that documentary. Is right. the producer on? Yeah. I thought that was John Smith. Uh, he's a supervising producer. Oh, okay, yeah. So is this the same Adam Goldberg, the actor, or is it? No, 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 no. no. The creator of the Goldbergs. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's why he's right. Adam right. F. F. Goldberg. Got it. You talk. I'll share with Clay so he can talk yeah. more. No, yeah, no, but that, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I'm saying. I do one of the go, uh, of the GoBots. Like, come on, Garbage Pail Kids, Police yeah. Academy is one of the most obscure stuff that I want to know about. So please, and I can talk about GoBots because it's originally a toy line called. Uh, oh God, what am I going? Um, car. No. Blank. Wow, Kyle just had a shutdown. Holy shit. I know it's a. That's Reboot. A, I know. <laughs> all right, we're all Machine screwed. Robo. Machine Robo. It's, for, it's an anime in Japan called Machine Robo, which weirdly enough, the Rock Lords were from. Remember the movie that? Uh, yeah. Clash uh, the Go, Go, Go Bots Battle Lords. the Rock Lords. That was from the same series. And it, anybody, another one. Anybody remembers the toy line from the '80s called ba- Battle Beast? Yeah. It was originally Transformers. Well, but it was wrapped into Transformers, right? No, in Japan, before they brought the troll line over, it was actually, they were part of the Transformer line. Oh. They brought them over and made them its own franchise. See, uh, dear listeners, the fact that these are parts of my brain I'll never get back, because <laughs> they're filled with obscure information about GoBots and Battle Beasts and Rock War. But this is why I'm here. You know, yeah. you know when your hard drive, like, you can't figure out why the memory's taken up? <laughs> And you've deleted all the files you think you can delete. Yeah. These are those files that they're just hidden there. You no, can't my brain yeah, like yeah. ten terabytes empty. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Battle of the Rock Wars movie was great because it had Teddy Savalas as Magmar. Oh my god! And Margot Kidder as, as Solitaire. The weird voice. <laughs> the weird voice casting of the past is <laughs> yeah. Dude, the eighties was awesome. <laughs> We're gonna get Teddy Savalas. Hey man, work is work, huh? Work is work. Let those no, I know, no, no kidding. <laughs> you know, I have a Kojak read along book, don't? You? That I, f- yeah, you know those read along books. There's yeah. a Kojak one. I believe it. Oh, and can you please digitize this and upload it for the internet to the site, embrace? Put it on the site. Oh, I could, I maybe do that. Yeah, oh I, it, it's all on vinyl, so I'll have to. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. a read along book, 
where you find the perp and you know okay. <laughs> question the hookers. Okay, this goes. You know, this goes back to episode of the seventies were weird, man. I mean, it's like, hey, hey, you know who's who we're gonna market to kids? Kojak. <laughs> like, I got yeah, quick question. I need just one sentence answer. Yeah, go for it. What's a Kojak? Oh. oh. Not for me, for the All listeners. Right, for, yeah. I know what One a of the greatest is. cop series in the 70s, along with Columbo. Wait, oh, yeah. wait, See, wait, I know wait, wait. How can you ignore... Oh, shit, I just played <laughs> um, That's how. No, 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 no. Now, no I, know, I know Columbo. Man, with, this uh, great comic book podcast. Um, <laughs> Rockford Files. Oh, well, that's, that's different. That's different. That's a proper thing. Yeah, yeah different thing. Oh, they're all cop shows. Yeah. No, Rockford Files actually, in my opinion, was made with humor. Columbo and uh, well, Kojak yeah, okay. were more serious, kind of yeah. trying to be more serious. I don't know. Shows. Peter Falk took no, took but, that but, character and made it funny. No, he did, but he wasn't. But comparing, <laughs> they go, wait, hold comparing on, Columbo <laughs> to James Gardner's uh, Rockford, that they're two totally different shows. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The feel of the shows were totally different. All right. All right, I think we've had enough human talk. Okay, so anyway, this series is coming out. It, it's I think it's uh, uh, waiting for. Oh God, Siri, what's going on? <laughs> Thanks, <Dave. laughs> um, No, it's supposed to. I think airing in 2020 on Netflix. The other one I wanted to go out was one of the great things they've made is they um, Super Seven is helping produce another toy line for the Master of the Universe characters, and it was a mixture of WWE wrestlers with Master Master of the Universe characters, which I thought were this is awesome. <laughs> Me being a wrestling fan, and I know a lot of people out there who are comic book fans or tend to be wrestling fans also, this might be something you want to check There's out. There's a big so. crossover. Yeah, that yeah. Venn diagram is really... Yeah. <laughs> so um, go, to su- <laughs> go to super7store.com. You can find a lot of the information there or go to uh, thepowercon.com and a lot of... The, uh, Not sponsored, but we're open no, to Yeah, I was, I was about or to say. He-Man... He hyphen man dot org. The official He-Man he site. He hyphen man. <laughs> I'm scared what happens if you don't put in the hyphen. <laughs> Anybody want to gamble? <laughs> Please report back to us what you see at he-man.com. These are the main three sites you want to go check out for the information. <laughs> All right. Okay. Back oh, to you, Daniel. Let's, uh, we also heard there's going to be a new uh, universe of Hanna-Barbera cartoons. This is a mixed uh, opinion on. Yeah. yeah so, I, so I'll let you. Yeah, I'll hear, hear Clay. You you know more about that. So Kyle, you guys kind of take it, and then we'll yeah. jump in with comments. I knew about the movie coming out because last year they announced that they were recasting a lot of the characters, and if all the freaking dumbass <laughs> things you could do, they recast Matthew Lord, who has been Shaggy since the 2002 live-action film, and they cast Will Forte as Shaggy, and didn't even bother to notify Lord. But do they do that anymore? Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes you find out that, hey, they're working. Do you think in 1988 they said, you know, we should call TV Batman and let him know about this Michael Keaton guy? You know, I seem to remember I mean, there were, there were news, news articles about uh, Ward and um, well, what's his West, name? Like, Adam West, West. Yes. Thank you. Well, being they, upset about. Well, uh, when, we get, when, we, when we go to my segment on uh, the, the Andy Gravity Room, they actually have Burt Ward on talking about, well, they keep talking about bringing us back. Like, there has uh, always been this talk that well, they've been they chasing. Because in 1978's Filmation's The New Adventures of Batman and Robin, yep. they brought Ward they, and West. And, yeah. and then West came back as voicing Batman in the last two seasons with Super Friends. Oh, oh did he? Yeah. It oh. was uh, The New Legend of Superpowers and The Galactic Guardians. He was Batman in both those two seasons. Well, yeah, I, I came across a story, and I don't know why I ended up seeing something where Mark Wahlberg is going to be voicing the Blue Falcon. And and after the last Blue Falcon Dino Mutt comic book, 
You didn't like that one? That wasn't my favorite. No, only, okay, so only reason it wasn't my favorite because I wanted them to actually be like the superheroes, Blue Falcon. Because I, I grew up watching the cartoon. I yeah. loved that cartoon. I wanted it to, I didn't want it to be. I, they did sort of the same thing on, uh, and I, I mean, I watched all the seasons in the movies. Kim Possible, where Ron was watching this. Uh, they basically brought Adam West back, and he's supposed to be like the ferret. Like he's the superhero, the ferret, and he has a. a, a, a and Ron and Rufus, his neck and mole rat, become the new characters. And it was sort of the same thing. But they did the same thing with Adam West when they brought the great ghost in Batman the Animated Series. Right. Yeah, yeah, that was a great one. But I, I want them to actually be the superheroes. I mean, they did a couple crossovers where, like, they just had the Blue Falcon and Dynamite. And they, um, they were doing the, they've been doing the DC Hanna-Barbera crossovers. And they had the Super Sons meet Blue Falcon and Dynamite. And they were actual superheroes. And that's what I wanted. I didn't want some but, but, actor. I wanted the actual superheroes. But they, the story for me was great because it was no, it the was, relationship was. between... Yeah. You know, a superhero and his dog. <laughs> what I want to know is, okay, you've got Dynamite and you've got Blue Falcon. How the hell are you hiding Captain Caveman? Okay, so here's yeah. here's my fear. Like, when you sent us the IMDb link, and I'm looking through all the cast and the characters they're putting in there, the thing that worries me about this movie is that it is going to be a terrible Scooby-Doo movie because it looks like they are trying to roll out an entire Hanna-Barbera cinematic universe in one movie. In one movie. And... I, it, what, what, what continues to befuddle me is that studios are desperate to replicate the Marvel model, not realizing the Marvel model is not Took in, time. instant universe. It's 10 years of cleverly designed kind of solo films the, that build off There's only one franchise right now that I think is even doing a bare minimum of doing the, the shared universe. And it, people can bitch about the movies, but it's the Godzilla franchise. Mm-hmm. You did Godzilla yeah. in 2014, then you have Kong Skull Island. Now, everybody bitches about the human aspect of it, but it's like, look at the monsters. You, you brought yeah. Rodan, Ghidorah, and Mothra in, and now we're getting Kong versus Godzilla. So yeah. if they want, they could go further with this monster. But, but they're not thinking, they're, they're not trying to play by a set of rules. It's like, I'm, I'm going to compare it to Legends of, uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Legends of Tomorrow Season 1, they were trying to play by all these rules and be too serious. When they realized that almost killed them, they're mm-hmm. like, no, let's just have fun. And then it's just off the wall. They don't care what they do, and that's where I think, you know. You, you, DCU tried too much to be too serious, and I think with Shazam was the first time, or maybe Aquaman. It's like no, Wonder let's Woman. Just ha- let's just have Wonder Woman was still more serious. I mean, what, what, oh yeah, okay, I'm, not, yeah, I'm, yeah. Like, I'm not saying oh, I'm it wasn't sorry, a good film, yeah, I, but yeah. you can't make you can't do a film by a set of rules and be too serious about your whole thing. Aquaman yeah. was just off the wall fun. Shazam was great off the wall fun. Yeah. Just have fun. That's how the Marvel stuff. It's like yeah, they they do good storytelling. But they learned early, and especially after having like six films under their belt, what worked to make this huge universe grow. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, and and uh, y- y- you know, I'm, I I I feel like just seeing that lineup. I mean, first off, uh, uh, I will go see it. Right. I'm curious. I, I got the impression, just again looking at the cast list and the characters they're introducing, that they are probably trying to do this the way the Lego Movie did. Which is like we're just going to throw everything into one film and see what well, is popular and then branch off from there. But that's Lord Miller, and they handled it really well. And well, the next thing they did was into the Spider Verse, and they had a bunch of stuff they did. Yeah, with that and handled it pretty well. Yeah. Okay, this is another thing. We're talking about like shared universes live action. This is animation. It's an animated movie, so doing animation is going to be a lot easier to bring in a whole bunch of different cast people. And yeah, make it yeah, work that's true. Than, yeah, yeah. Um, but let me go through, because it, it kind of hints at maybe the story, because there are young versions of some of these characters in here. They grow up, and you know, it probably starts off with them being young, or they have flashbacks of them being young meeting, and they'll come back to them as being older. Yeah, because as I'm going through here, we've got, we're going to see a young Shaggy, a young Velma, a young Fred. And a young Daphne. Um, not listed in here. 
Oh, Daphne's in there. There's Young Daphne on there. They, they, oh, yeah, yeah. Young Daphne's up, up at the top. <laughs> I'm sorry, question, Kyle. <laughs> but uh, we've got, we, okay, so we've got the Scooby Gang. Then we've got Blue Falcon, played by Mark Wahlberg. Not a fan. Um, I think I found a dino mutt. Um, <laughs> Zach Efron will be playing Fred Jones. I think it's a Transformer. I think. <laughs> God, Mark Wahlberg is... I mean, first of all, he's not a good actor. He's terrible in the Transformer movies. He's terrible at everything he does, okay. but that dude makes a shit ton of money. Okay. No offense to him, but his, his, it was not his fault for the Transformer films. The views of, of Clay do not fully represent the next <laughs> issue podcast. <laughs> all right? Yeah. I didn't like Hobbs and Shaw. I didn't like Hobbs and Shaw. I, I, I do watch Extermination, the that Transformer movie, to, just to laugh because it is so bad. I mean, it's a kid's movie where there you kill only, kill the, the humor in it. There are only two good Transformer films. The 1986 Hasbro <laughs> yeah. movie and Bumblebee. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. F everything else. The rest, you just get high and watch. Yeah. I mean, they're not good movies. They're t- That's what I've been doing wrong. Yes, <laughs> you have missed an ingredient of viewing. Oh, Come over damn. to Clay's. <laughs> Yeah. Um, real quick, though, just going through these names, we're going to see the Wacky Racers because Dick, oh, really? da- Dick Dastardly. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, oh. Yes. No, he had his own series, Catch the Pigeon. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That was Mugsley? before Wacky Racers. With, with uh, yeah, and that is going to be voiced by, too. oh, no, no, uh, Dino Mutt is voiced by Ken Yong. Ken Jong. Okay that. That's cool. Um, what is the dog's name? What is? It's Shooting. Mugsley. I, I, I thought, yeah, I thought I saw. You don't, you don't need a voice actor. All he, all he ever does is. <laughs> But, but but we have a Captain Caveman. I love it, and it is Tracy Morgan. I I'm know. So I'm okay with this. I am, I am all on board with this. I just want him. I want him to do his routines in in the Captain Caveman voice. <laughs> <laughs> I, if he doesn't just do his own voice, I'm going to be kind of disappointed. He's going to be great. Well, you so. got you got to got to dumb it down a little bit because it's not like the original Captain Caveman really spoke in full sentences. Yeah. But, but this, I mean, but this Morgan. clearly all seems. Huh? But neither does Tracy Morgan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you mean Rhodes Scholar Tracy Morgan? <laughs> yes, that. I just, I just finished rewatching Thirty Rock, and no. I, I love man. that show. <laughs> I'm a Jedi. I'm a Jedi. That's Martin Lawrence, who's, who they're basing that off, yeah. off of, yeah. is his his insane behavior. But my favorite Tracy Morgan. <laughs> I don't know how this would sound as Captain Caveman. <laughs> but he goes, me and my wife like to play your... I am a Jedi! I am a Jedi! I am a Jedi! Oh, my. <laughs> Hold on, let me bleep that. Once again. <laughs> me and my Mark wife it. like to play... Beep! <laughs> oh. All they're gonna hear is me and my wife like to play beep. And I just like, love to watch everyone's disappointment at once. Quick question: Is Corky still out there? Once again, Clay's views did not represent those of the All Next right. Issue podcast. He may not be here in the next episode. Oh, oh man. Okay. Well, that was nice, uh, but they was not nice. Segue into something yeah. else. Yeah. Good. Thanks, Clay. Great segue yeah. into well, Disney. I guess is there is there anything else before we dive into D twenty three? I mean the. Mandalorian trailer. Well, so that's, that's that's but that's part of D23. Right? Okay. Do we want to start with Star Wars stuff? or Mar- I guess Star Either Wars, or. right? Because yeah. Marvel, Marvel, there's a lot more, I think, to talk is, about. Well, I'm going to say this. Is it me or was there more exciting news out of D23 than Comic-Con this well, year? It felt that way. Yeah. They yeah. only got one hour. Because I was like, you can't fit all those news in one hour, which no, but, it was amazing But there were other panels. They could have announced any 
anywhere. D- Comic Con is four days, and you could have announced it anywhere. It doesn't have to be H- at Hall H that you do it. But but they can command the news cycle by yeah. waiting till now to do it. Yeah. So because yeah. it's like here's a little preview. Now you talk about everything we're gonna do for weeks right, until yeah. we do the big reveal at D23. <clears throat> Uh, so yeah, let's start with Star Wars. So Josh, you want to start with the Mandalorian, then we will kind of yeah, um, Mandalorian. Uh, watch the trailer. Hunting is a complicated profession. Don't you agree? Um, and and I'm going to say this, and people will balk, and I understand. It looks like the Han Solo movie I wanted. Frankly, well, right? I mean, so quick question: Does this take place between Jedi and? Well, they announced the official timeline. There right? is an official timeline. Oh, really? Okay. The graphic is terrible. Like, it has no aesthetic at all. Which I think they could have put a little bit more work into it. I, I get they were trying to keep the original logos well, no, of everything. Because you have old stormtrooper helmets, but then you have like the newer kind of stormtrooper. So it's like the newer outfit. So I, I figure it's somewhere in between that time period. Well, he, I mean, the the Mandalorian outfit will tell looks when, like when the is. one from the first trilogy. Yeah, yeah, okay. it is. I, I mean, from the sorry, it's definitely closer to the three. first set of movies. Okay. Yeah, the the prequels. Then uh, and in my head canon, which I don't think that's IG eighty eight, but in my head that be. is IG eighty eight. I think there's another. It's an. Is there supposed to be rumors that it might be Fett? That's the main Mandalorian. No, no, I don't think so. At least as far as they told us, this is all like on the outer rim, like. I did read something where there was rumor that Fett might appear in the TV show. I get oh, rumor, Clay's looking like he knows something. No, I don't know. Oh, but if Fett actually does appear in you know, <laughs> industry insider Clay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm the worst person to ask because for a long time I was like, man, that is so cool. They got Warner Herzog to voice the the bounty hunter in this movie. I mean, who would do that? <laughs> like over here, like an idiot. <laughs> Now I I, I, re- now I would kill boss. <laughs> I really like the the aesthetic. I like the fact that they show you those uh like the stormtrooper helmets on the pikes. Like they're letting yeah. you know like the empire has no business here. Like yeah. Yeah. they tried, and this is this is a smuggler, yeah. uh, bounty hunter. Like this is who yeah, is the law here. You see a scene of him and IG eighty eight taking out the stormtrooper. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't think that's IG eighty eight. I think they give him another des- designation. Like it's just a different. Yeah. It's, it's like the same model I mean, of how many droid. Yeah, yeah. Having the, the first trilogy. I mean, but yeah, in my yeah. in my head canon, that's IG eighty eight. IG eleven. Oh, yeah, okay. something like that. It's a different number. Okay. He's badass. Either but way, he's just flipping pistols, blasting stormtroopers. The droid aesthetic in all the Star Wars movies, like droids, are my favorite characters every time. No, it's b- whether or not you like the new movies. The droids, I mean, I, not IG-8, Jesus. Uh, K two, no BB eight, oh, or any BB-8. of the droids we mm-hmm. have, and or even with uh, Rogue. Uh, oh, Rogue yeah, Rogue One. K two was yeah, the best. Wash. Yeah, which uh, <laughs> I saw a picture of Alan Tudyk and uh, Diego Luna, and it just like almost brought me to tears. I was like, oh, yes, we're more, more. That, that's good. Future buddy comedies are going to be a dude and a droid. Yeah, yeah. 
So I've got a prediction, but this is later when, when we talk about crisis. I have a prediction that I want to see happen for a new CW show, but just you talking about the buddy stuff. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we also got we got a new poster for the Star Wars movie. Yeah, looks good. good. Yep. Uh, well, I, I read an article. They were asking, "Can Sith Lords do the the ghosts thing?" And it's like, so, can't they? So based on the comics, Sith Lords can't do that, but they can imbue their essence into different um, uh, items. So during the Darth Vader run, one of the Siths he left his press, like his essence in a helmet. So whenever somebody put on the helmet, oh. he would take over. So maybe Palpatine did something similar to something on the ship because they go back to his ship. It looks like in the trailer, right? So you think he's inhabited Kylo? Also, well, but Kylo's got Vader's helmet. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. An- another thing I, I somebody was telling me yesterday was that uh, Palpatine has like 150 things that are going to happen once he dies, like backup plans or something like that, and like that's hmm. canon in some of, some one of the books. So, so we he was, know he was Voldemort before Voldemort. And then also, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have you guys. Do you guys know about Darth Vader's origin? Like what it was really. Oh yeah, but Palpatine Red was one who actually. I saw those movies. He, yeah. Well, no, like in the comic books. <laughs> no, he's the one who impregnated Anakin's mother yeah. because of the, he used the Force. In the it's canon now in the Darth Vader comic. He's the one who basically used the, the midichlorians to impregnate Vader's mother or Anakin's mother. Right. So he's officially Vader's father. So you can go check that out in Darth Vader, the Charles Soule run. So Palpatine is Damn. technically Vader's. Dad, Spoiler. I guess, kind of. Oh, if you haven't read it by now. Yeah, this is <laughs> I'm old. kidding. I'm kidding. I will put a spoiler tag on it. But. Oh, which, uh, just speaking of news in Star Wars, did you guys see that they announced the Star Wars comics are ending? Yeah, I'm, that's yeah. stupid. The, well, the main title. Oh, just the main title? Just the main title. Not the spin-off. Well, I guess you're at the point where you're about to begin Empire, so I guess. Mm. So, so I'm going to call bullshit because uh, I saw a tweet from CB uh, over at Marvel, oh, okay. and he was... Almost not talking about having great content or great stories. He wanted to sell a million comics again. And what was the last million dollar comic that sold? Star Wars. Number one. Oh. So what if we saw another Star Wars number one? So he Maybe just, coincide with a TV show or a movie coming out. The release of the actual network. Yeah. I, I, that, that's why they probably shut it down. But it's been a great run. I've heard great things yeah, about this. I, I, I've only read a few, so I can't really offer up a lot, but I've heard good things. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah the first volume. So yeah, the, the, the comics take place between episode three and four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and I think they're probably almost there. It's, yeah, I think the, in the last arc, they're looking for a new rebel base, which I think is when they up, end up in Hoth. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Uh, to answer your question, The Mandalorian takes place... Um, a few years after Return of the Jedi. So I was kind of right. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Look at that horrible graphic. <laughs> um, yeah. So I mean, so as far as Star Wars, is there any other announcements we saw? Uh, I mean, they they have a lot of content that it looks like is going to go like the Mandalorian is mm-hmm. going live day one. Or well, we're getting the um, the Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh God. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Sorry. We're not talking mm-hmm. about that. that was announced last week at Devin's thing. Ewan McGregor is coming back as Obi-Wan Kenobi. I about died. Is it live action? Or yes. No, live action, action, live action Obi-Wan is, Kenobi t- TV oh, series. Oh, I really hope they riff off of the Jason Aaron comic where he's like... Watching over Luke? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah there's there's like a few one-shots of Obi-Wan in, in between the Star Wars series where <laughs> it's just like, what was Ewan Obi-Wan McGregor doing? As Kenobi is my favorite casting in all Star oh, Wars. I totally agree. It you know, was th- That's the only good thing about the prequels. Well, here's the best... Oh, no, 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 here's no, the I best... 
Liam he's ne- not in that. Liam Neeson as, as Qui-Gon, Qui-Gon was great too. Oh, he was good. All right, he so was here's but not as good as Ewan McGregor. No. Here's the best part about uh, Ewan McGregor playing Obi Wan. Uh, he's still, you know, young, so he can play Obi Wan like for a long time yeah, until yeah. he gets to uh, Alex Guinness's age, which is when we first met Obi Wan. Anyway, so like, yeah. he can be Obi Wan for a long yes. time if we need him. Well, no, but I mean, because the thing that Gregor was so good about is he clearly studied Guinness's performance oh, God, in that, yeah. oh, God, and yeah. he embodies Guinness as Obi. Hello it's, there. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I mean, yeah. That. Oh, it's so good. His his fight with uh, Grievous was one of my favorite characters. Yeah. They like say what you will about the sequels, uh, the prequels. I love uh, Ian McGregor and yeah. uh, Qui Gon was great too. No, I was like, was it wasn't in uh, Revenge of the Sith? Sith lords are a speciality. <laughs> and the interesting thing is, if you look at the graphic that uh, Adrian pulled up for the Star Wars, his stuff takes place between two different in, in two different times. Yeah. Well, po- and the thing is, if time. we want, we can still have him off world doing some missions. That's the thing; is he doesn't have to be totally right. on Tatooine. He, the, the, we, we don't know his whole story. We know he stayed on Tatooine to watch over Luke, but a lot of those scenes is Luke's like a boy. So it's like there could be times when he might go looking for something else, or you know. Well, we're gonna watch you and live through his worst mistake ever i mean i mean obi-wan yeah Yeah, yeah. right i mean he's gonna go with this you know sense of failure and then watch him take over the universe Mm -hmm. as he continues to try to watch over this kid i will give them props if if the series picks up right after episode three and and the and, and the idea is like we really because there isn't really a good continuity that we get to see between those films, yeah. right? Um, except maybe Rogue One, which is a fantastic example of like leading from one era into yeah. the next. Here's here's the other cool thing: we may get to see him training to become a, a Force spirit. Oh, that which would is be cool. I wonder about which that. we saw a little bit well, of. Sure, yeah, we, saw, taught, we saw yeah. Yoda's uh, talk. Well, because we saw, again, Qui Gon was the one who taught Yoda, right? In, in yeah. Clone Wars, uh, Yoda in the last season, the last episodes that only aired on Netflix, and you'd probably be able to get him on the Disney Plus now. Uh, Yoda is that's how he he learns from Qui-Gon but Qui-Gon didn't fully master it so Yoda was the first one to fully master it but then he also well I guess no we don't know that I guess Obi-Wan no Obi-Wan died before Yoda yeah Obi-Wan died before Yoda so well if Anakin can do it then I guess it can't be that hard uh yeah because even in the new books they even announced like they they released a book before what was what was episode 7 called again Uh, oh uh, Force Awakens Last Jedi no Force Awakens Force Awakens there was a book they released. Seven, seven, seven. There was a book they released that was supposed to take place before that, that led into the like you know the new empire and everything, where uh, Vader actually appears to Leia trying to ask her for her forgiveness. Oh. So yeah, and then because and she, but she's having they talked about in the books, but these new books are supposed to be canon, mm-hmm. and they say like but she deals with a lot of being with the new like committee and the new uh, government because the fact she's Vader's daughter, so everybody knows this now, and she has to deal with like the fallback on that. So I, I need to read this. Mm-hmm. I never read it. This there, there's, yeah, there's a lot of great books. Yeah. That, that, um, yeah, I wish they would adapt more of those books into the comics so I can read them. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever read any actual books, Daniel? Uh, the recipe books. <laughs> you know, you know, you know. You could do the audio book. Yeah. Yeah. Audio books uh, are great. Yeah. No, I do. I actually, that's the one book I have. But there are no pictures. He will get lost. Well, the one <laughs> book I have sound, read you know. is uh, Captain Phasma. I read. Right. I listened oh, to the whole thing. Yeah. Which is amazing, and at the like, it even tells you how she makes her armor, which is great. Like, like I got more. Fa- Way better Phasma stuff than I've gotten in the last two no, movies, right. which, one, which well, is kind of a shame. Cause yeah, they like have really not cool used character. her well in those two the one movies. I, I want to know more about What her. I need to read is, they released them about two years ago. It's an anthology. It's like two or three minute oh. page stories of different, like 30 different characters in the Star Wars universe. Oh, cool. And I've also listened to the first Aftermath. 
yeah. which introduces Wexley as a kid. Uh, he's kind of the main character, and he makes a droid called Mr. Bones, which is a murder droid. Jesus. Mm. It's uh, Mr. Bones. So it's murder just droid. murder <laughs> droid. So good. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Do you guys read the Darth Vader uh, comic book series where he bought that got that one girl and had his own three PO and R two? Afra. Yeah, yeah Doctor Afra. Doctor Afra. Afra. Yeah. She, those two. Those two droids are the reason why. Triple I read zero. That comic book. Triple zero and BT one. Yes. Oh, uh, and even uh, uh, Black Carson, like the. Mm-hmm. Who's a bounty hooker? Uh, bounty hooker. Bounty, bounty hunter. hunter. Third podcast. Yeah. <laughs> bounty hooker. Bounty hooker. <laughs> As we create the next issue podcast channel. <laughs> so and yeah, the Doctor Offer series is great. I, I love. I wish she would be the next live action thing they announce. I'll lose yes. my shit. Dude, you cast. Oh man. Some somebody said Olivia Munn, and I'm like, I can oh, see God, that. Oh God, no, 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 well, no, no, well, no, no, I won't. no, no, no. From have you seen the newsroom? Have you seen her in the I, newsroom? I need to watch it. I, I've been watching clips. I'm, I'm on a she, great Aaron, Aaron She's Sorkin's, an amazing uh, actress, run, so I need to watch the newsroom. I think. Have you seen her in Magic Mike? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Let's slow down yes. with the amazing part. Wait, have you seen her? She, she is not as bad as people make her out to be. She in. She, and in newsroom, you can if you watch it from. She did she, decent she, there. She, the you can see her progression as an actor. But have you seen her in X Men Apocalypse? Well, they didn't give her. She much didn't have any. Do. She didn't have like anything to do other than kind of try to look cool, though. Like that's not on her. Yeah, that's not. On her. Which I don't know. I think cool. she's she's proven she's a much better director than yeah. That's true. Than Why? Well, what, what, what about uh, the last? Uh, was it the the Predator? Yeah. Well, she was actually good in that. I like that. And also, yeah. Well, we, I won't go into that. Uh, but she also had a <laughs> she also had a Nat Geo uh, series that that thing she directed and starred in. Really, well, uh, it's like a like not a documentary, but like a retelling of something that happened. Okay. I'll look it up. Okay. Uh, but yeah, that that's also pretty good. So uh, yeah, so having Doctor Afra, I don't I don't have any other ideas for casting. That was one th- like I saw a tweet because I put it out there in the universe. Like that's my wish list item for Star Wars going like either on the Disney Plus or like a movie. Because they need to do more movies about like standalone stuff on Star Wars, I think. Like they need to go ahead and bite the bullet and give us an old Republic movie or an old Republic well, series. Well, I thought that was coming. I thought they announced I heard new, an, I, I've an heard old news Republic about well, series. They said that, um, that's what uh, Dan and Dave from Game of Thrones are working on, but it hasn't been confirmed yet. So one of the games I play, the Star Wars Destiny stuff, they recently spoiled a card that has uh, Darth Bane in it. Which I don't think he's been introduced into the new canon in anything yet. Uh, yes, he got no. uh, in Clone they're, Wars. No, they're, 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 they just cast oh, uh, Luke's wife. Oh yeah, yeah, he oh, was okay. with the Yoda. Yeah, she's gonna be in the new. Uh, uh, well, coming so they, they, really? they just cast her. Yeah, she's gonna be part of canon now. I don't know if she's gonna be Luke's wife, but she's gonna be a character. But they have what's his name from uh, Era of the Empire. Uh, in, uh, uh, oh, uh, yeah, Thrawn. They, they brought him into the animated stuff. So yeah, Mara Jade's supposed oh, to be. Oh, Thrawn's great. Yeah, All right. yeah. They, but um, one of the. The original run on Clone Wars, one of the last few episodes. Yeah, from the last in, episodes, he's in it, too. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, they brought yep. Bane in. Him and Yoda have a conversation. Interesting. A very interesting conversation, yeah. A very yeah. interesting conversation. Um, um, all right, I'm, I think... I'm going to switch this over to Marvel now. Yeah, let's let's, let's pivot to Marvel. And I want to see the facial expressions. Marvel uh, announced a couple new TV series. Do we want to start with Clay? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about WandaVision. WandaVision. Yes, <laughs> not the one. I, that's not really? what I thought you were going to go with. Yeah. Uh, no, how about the ca- they frankly, announced who, who the cast is going to be in there? Yeah, yeah, they had the whole cast on stage for WandaVision. For yeah. WandaVision, uh, because we're getting um, the return of Randall Park from uh, Ant Man and no, Ant Man the Wasp. Ant Man the Wasp. Yeah, that's right. Cat uh, Denning. Cat Denning from Thor. 
And she's bringing the girls. And we're gonna have the adult version of Monica Rambeau. Yes. So we might get we might get uh, in Wandavision. Yeah. We might get ourselves uh, ca- well, Captain Marvel esque. Yeah. Spectrum. Thank you. I was trying to think of the name Spectrum. Yeah, I, I'm super excited about this show because this looks like the one that they're kind of going to experiment with and do weird stuff. Well, they've announced that they're basically going to be bringing in Wanda's reality magic. This is where it's, it's going to happen. So, yeah, and then and that somehow her idea of what life with the Vision is is going to be done through uh, TV sitcoms, yeah. and and seems like it's going to borrow a lot from the Tom King book. So if you've Personally. heard us talk about that Tom King Vision book, uh, get that because I have a feeling or, that's going to have a lot. Or in go it. back to the 1980s when well they've they've had. Two Vision and Scarlet Witch limit series, one in the 1982 oh, yeah. and then one from 1986 or seven, and one from 80s, sorry, 85 or 86, and that dealt with them living, you know, together in, in a neighborhood, raising their two kids. So hmm. they could be, they might be pulling from all of this. Uh, the next one, hey Clay, didn't you? Wasn't there a character you liked called Moon Knight? Yes, I don't know if you guys read this book. It's called Moon Knight. Isn't hmm. he White Batman? Uh, he is White Batman. <laughs> um, a lot of different directions. Wait a minute, is that White? <laughs> <laughs> Wait. I mean, I I don't really take much time parsing y'all out, um, but <laughs> Bruce Wayne's white. Uh, I mean, I don't he know is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All white guys look alike, but yeah, I think he is. <laughs> well, I uh, actually he he may be the embodiment of white privilege. I'm just saying. <laughs> Rich white man puts on suit, beats up bad guys. So. I don't know. Yeah. His pa- do, do parents usually die with the white privilege? Is that part of it? Because I mean, I feel it's, a little worried. It's not the parents dying; it's the inheritance. Um, I think ah, that's the privilege yeah. Yeah. because yeah. he didn't get taxed on it. <laughs> it. It's it's that Irish shell corp where he uh, his his tax dodge. No, in my opinion, I think Coyle agree with this. Moon Knight's got more depth as a kind of a character than Batman will ever have, I think, to an extent, because of multiple personality. Yeah, I mean, what are Batman's challenges? Defeat crime. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, absolute. I mean, that's his yeah, thing. It's, it's absolute. And hire as many kids to take my place as I can. Have you have you met the Joker? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean. The greatest enemy of Moon Knight's himself. Um, I, I'm trying to find this definition I wrote of what Moon Knight is because I was tweeting about it and people just uh, they want to compare him to Batman, but no one really knows a story arc or is well, reading it. Right, and I even mentioned he's the embodiment of a uh, of an, an Egyptian, Egyptian god. Yeah, who at the, at the full moon gets super superpowers. It's like I mean, I mean, and so that's what you know. I, I only read a bit of. Moon Knight during the Sinkevich run. Yeah. The thing I always liked about it is it just it's it is kind of like Batman on a surface level, but it's much pulpier, Very. which I love. I love the pulp nature of it. Well, you take you take Catwoman out and you make her his girlfriend, Marlene. Marlene's yeah. the dame of this noir story, right, and right. she is flexible in multiple areas. She does get kind of put in that female role and not given a lot to do at times, but recently they've given her a lot more and they've done a lot. Uh, Max Bemis did the last art. Not a big fan, but he does tell the story of what caused Mark Spector's uh, multiple personalities. Oh. And it's pretty fucked up. So, well worth finding and reading. I was going right. to say, let's talk about his, his uh, Alfred. Frenchie. <laughs> yeah. Frenchie. Yeah, Frenchie is... That, uh, that can totally fly in the 80s. I'm not sure about now. Um. Frenchie's a weird cat. Um, <laughs> Frenchie is... Frenchie is... I think if they tell that story, it's just got to be about, like, how... You know, what does it mean to have a war buddy? And yeah. what do you go through? And, I mean, Firefly did a great episode called War Stories, where people mm-hmm. share that thing. 
maybe that's maybe that's what you do because you have to start off with Mark Spector. Yeah. And then uh, we're gonna do we're gonna do a standalone episode just about Moon Knight uh, okay. to be released soon when Daniel decides to. So uh, it, it is. I control the timeline. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we did get the Infinity Stones from a fan. Thank you. So I got Time Stones. Oh, so I'll God. just you know. All right, all right, that's good. You guys figure out the rest. I'll keep the Time Stone, did, and then we'll 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 raffle off the last one. So did they? Did Daniel did, is inevitable. Did they announce it? This is this is live action, right? Yes. Oh no, okay. that's all, the only one that's going to be animated is What If? Yeah. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. And, so and they're actually going to have Marvel's live action. Yeah, and then she's going to be appearing in the movies also. They already oh, said she'll I'm be so tra- excited. No, but the one, the next one is when I'm like, She Hulk. Yeah, gonna, that's going to be good. No, okay. No, wait. Hang on. Sorry, I have to to back up a bit. I am curious if Ms. Marvel who. It, it, it should be like more higher profile to the wider world than than she is, right? Well, I think she will. Be. I think I think she will be. But if she's live action, I am curious if they're from an FX standpoint using her as a test case to roll out Mister Fantastic. Also, I want to know: Are they going to include any of the like? Are they going to mention any Inhuman stuff from the previous Inhuman stuff that they already tried? Oh, because she right. is an Inhuman. She's an yeah. Inhuman. And and they like, and good for her. She's the most successful Inhuman yep. we've had in like the last decade, at least. Well, that was well and she's of Middle Eastern descent. This is gonna be another like. It's yep. not just a female role. Yeah. It's, a, it's gonna yeah. And one, th- one and if they don't bring in Lockjaw, I mean that's just a missed one opportunity. Thing I, one thing I want them to do also with that was the only thing about the TV series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I heard. I know we were gonna talk Shiho, but Sorry. we'll get to Jessica, <laughs> uh, Jennifer in a minute. Uh, I want the fan. Whenever uh, Miss Marvel goes into fan fiction stuff that she's talking about, I want it to be animated in different animation styles. Yes, like into the Spider Verse oh, style or like claymation or I something wanna, like. Finish. But I want to go back on what he brought. You said that be test footage for Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. I'm going a different direction because she, outside of Spider-Man, she's going to be the next really young person we have. Yeah. And we already talked about, like, you know, bring Kate Bishop in as the new Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. I wonder if she might be the test platform to see if we can't introduce more of the new younger Marvel characters. Yeah, because they really yeah. tried to do that with, like, Squirrel Girl, and yeah. they were going to have, like, a younger team. And then it went to animation. So I don't know if they truly believe in their, like, young adult That's why action Marvel stuff. might change that well and to add to that young and female because we know the whole captain marvel link with ms marvel and they've introduced captain marvel so it's a great bridge between these two different generations yeah but everyone's still already talking about how we like i want to see richard Ryder nova but we also have what's the Mm. other uh, oh his son no no, it's not his son i mean yeah you know uh, what i'm talking about the new the new the new nova and this if what what, i'm gonna bring right here what a few years back when they started the new avengers line you had Miles Morales, the younger Nova, and Miss Marvel as members of the Avengers. Right. In my I wonder if that's the blueprint. It could be. Well, my eye, maybe. In my eye, it's they're the Trinity for the younger generation Marvel heroes. I mean, yeah. you have Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. You have Cap, Thor, Iron Man. You have Nova, Spider Man, and Miss Marvel. They're the Trinity for that new, next generation of possible entry of young heroes to the Marvel CU. And if all that kind of stuff leads to a Champions TV show. Because the new champions, the, the champions yes. that are going on right now, I love that team. And they've introduced so many, so many new heroes. They could even bring in some of the new people that they just Viv. made for a uh, no, 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 no. Viv. Oh, yeah. I love Viv. Yeah. No, no. Amadeus Viv Cho Hulk. Amadeus Cho Hulk. Yeah, Amadeus Cho. Oh, my God. Oh, and they introduce, oh, what's it called? It's not a cricket. What's it? Uh, oh, the hopper. Red hop, red grasshopper, something like that. 
What? Hold on, I'll look up the name. We've lost Daniel, everyone. She's based. She was created by uh, Milara and Humberto Ramos. She's based on a Mexican character called El Chapulín Colorado, which is just a red grasshopper. I'll look up her name because I saw her. I have well, they the have issue. A, no, they I'm have sold. This sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she's on the last run of champions, and I think she's still kind of <clears throat> coming around. So and she is uh, Hispanic. I think she's from like either Mexico or Mexican American, mm. which is I, great. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I, I missed the champion days when it was young, uh, young Cyclops a part of the team. But it, I, I was he was still part of the new X Men from the uh, previous '60s. But he was also a part of the champions. He brought an interesting dynamic to that team. Well, I'm I'm just saying this lineup of young heroes is way better than the one with Speedball. Uh, oh. That that, <laughs> kick, speed that kicked off no, Civil War. No, no. Uh oh, we're gonna have a court no, no, case no, no. Defend, oh. defending oh, no. Speedball. If we're gonna have an episode based on Moon Knight, we're having an episode based on the New Warriors. I can <laughs> I can go into that 1990s when they first appeared in Thor when he's taking on the Juggernaut. If you, that's if, a, that's the New Warriors' first appearance. Two part where he's taking on the Juggernaut, and, they, and the New Warriors appear to help take Juggernaut down. Huh. And they had the New Warriors' first one where you have Nightthrax just holding Nova right off a building, drops him. He figures out, I saw my powers. How'd you know that? I didn't. I just tested you. And it, it started this animosity between the two characters. And he goes to get Marvel Boy, Firestar, Namorita, and Speedball. Do not knock Speedball. Josh, and if you can't, <laughs> if you can't handle me at my penance, you don't deserve me at my, at my Speedball. I right? that. <laughs> Um. <laughs> oh my god! Well, but okay, but I will defend the new warriors until the no, day no, I no, die. no. That's fine, but I do want to point out I read Speedball when it first came. So out did I as a Ditko original. Yeah, I know. So did I had the issue still in storage. Yeah, it was a fun book, <clears throat> and it's Speedball. It was and, fun, and Speedball's first appearance was in the Amazing Spider-Man Annual for Atlantean Yes, Attacks. I had that one too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm bringing it. Dropping the mic. Done. All right. Let's, can we get back to She-Hulk? Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. All right. <laughs> so. She-Hulk, who wants to give us a quick rundown of who She-Hulk oh, yeah, is? I wanted, to, I wanted to finish up Moon Knight because we, we, yeah, all we got was, Moon who? was the we're title, getting right? a Moon Knight show yeah. and we have nothing. I so know. does anyone have any dream casting or anything they like? Keanu is my uh, top. He's my number one. Could no. Wait, it's a show. Could they get him for a show, you think? I, I say no only because I, I would want that John Wick energy. I would pay for that John Wick energy. He's too old. I think no, you need a younger he needs actor. He to be grizzled, though. Not that grizzled. You, need, you still need somebody younger, I think, in my opinion. But Mark Spector is going to be a little bit younger, like, probably in his 30s. Keanu, as young as he still looks, looks like he's probably like late well, 40s, early 50s. Well, the, the one other, uh, because there's actually been a, an actor pursuing it, Ross uh, Marquand from uh, The Walking Dead, he wants to play Moon Knight. And he's actually gone and, and, and I guess he's been interviewed for Walking Dead, and he said publicly, hey, there's this Moon Knight thing. I really would like, like to do it. I think it. he'd make a great Moon Knight. Yeah, I mean he he does uh, well. He's the guy who actually did the Red Skull's oh, voice. Yeah, yeah so oh, in the in yeah. the new film, yeah, yes. okay. Yeah. So when, they could Hugo Weaving would not come back, right? Right. And so uh, mm. there is this oh, video coming good. out where uh, Ross is just doing a bunch of impressions. Yeah, and he does his, he does a Hugo Weaving impression that is just so spot on. Marvel saw it. And they were like, this is how we can get Red Skull back in. We'll just have him do the voice. Nice. So, you know, of course, he's CGI'd, but um, he did the voice for uh, Red Skull. Um, of, he, uh, he would be good. I'm, I'm staring at mm-hmm. pictures of him. He's, you know. Yeah, and he said, you know, and, and it's cool he's when they know the history actor. and stuff. Yeah, I'd, yeah, exactly. When, when they know the character, it, it, yeah. it's, and it's a little more heartening. I, I think he's one of the few actors that is still on Walking Dead. I don't think they've killed him off yet. <laughs> is that... 
Because I know it's been like main characters have just been leaving that show in mass. Yeah, I think he's still on. I, I quit watching a couple years ago, so. Uh, um, I but it, but I, I wrote, because people were tweeting and asking about like what runs they should get and what Moon Knight is. Uh, what Here's a quick pitch. If you want to catch up on Moon Knight, the volume one, Doug Moench, Bill Sienkiewicz, you'll get the, the crazy great art at the beginning. Uh, volume three is uh, Charlie Houston and David Finch. This is my rock solid favorite run. David Finch? Oh, I mean, not uh, Fincher. Uh, yeah, the artist, the Batman artist. Oh, got it. Yeah. Okay. Um, that that to me is is thirteen issues of the greatest Moon Knight ever, uh, and that's even with Warren Ellis taking it over in twenty fourteen. He does kind of a cool take on it, but he he starts using Mister Knight and. I think he just saw the raid, and there's one issue that is just action, nonstop from beginning to end. Uh, it's unbelievable. Uh, it's got Greg Smallwood on art, D-Clan Shelby, is that how you Yeah, uh, on art. Uh, great run. Then the last run, volume six, um, is only 14 issues. Jeff Lemire, Greg Smallwood. Great run. The way I describe it, though, because cause I'm – kind of sending different pieces is Moon Knight's about a guy and his friends fighting crime. Sometimes they are all in his head. Sometimes they aren't. Sometimes the story is in his head. Sometimes it's not. It's Fight Club in a noir setting. It's about abuse, mental health, and killing very bad people violently. That's what Moon Knight is. So, um, That's why he always works so well with the Punisher. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> is uh, the-, the, the only other group book that I would recommend that I really enjoyed him in was probably Doctor Strange Decimation, the Donny Cates four-issue run where he threw... Oh, what? Damnation. No, I'm going to throw another one out, This is, but this is older Moon Knight. Yeah? Uh, I think West Coast was, Avengers? Okay, that's two. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there, there was that six-issue run they did with uh, Spider-Man, Midnight Suns. Or not, not Midnight Suns, but it was basically it was his, his uh, sidekick who comes back as a cyborg wanting to get revenge and they bring in Night Thrasher, Punisher... A Moon Knight, Nova, and and what's Moon Knight's sidekick's name? It, oh, what was it? Uh, it was so funny. <sighs> Frenchie? No. <laughs> Is it Moon Pie? <laughs> no, but points for that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Midnight. That's not bad. No. Moon Knight and sidekick Midnight. Midnight. Yeah, it was a fun. It was. It, yeah, I think that was the Chuck Dixon run, and it never got finished. Oh, it did. Oh. It's only six issues. If it, oh, 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 you mean the I sidekick. actually? Yeah, yeah the oh, sidekick right, story right, never right, got finished. Right, so, so, um, um, so, so I'm seeing there is a Bendis Maleev run. Is that? I didn't. I just wa- like Maleev. I didn't, I didn't want to talk about it. Okay. Well, we don't have to. I just. Um, I, I just like. Maleev's run on Daredevil, so I was curious. I love Bendis, and I my my quote on Bendis is, Bendis' stories will never disappoint you. This one is the exception to the oh, rule. Oh, interesting. Okay. Bendis writes it as if the three personalities in his head are Spider-Man, Wolverine, and Captain America instead of the original voices in his head. So... It doesn't really work. It does have great art. Uh, you know, if you're it's a Bendis... Great. Yeah, if you're a Bendis completist, you know, get it, but I'm not that big of a fan. Um, you didn't like the Jeff Lemire run, right? No, I did, uh, but that that's, that's why I always warn people that, like, when you read a Moon Knight story, it may all just be in his head. Oh, and that, valid point. Yeah, and, and Lemire's is crazy. It's in his head, it's out of his head, it's with people, it's without people, it's... 
Lemire's is weird. I'm shocked. <laughs> shocked, I tell you. But Moon Knight's one of my favorite characters because I think he's really underrated. I, there's some great art from uh, Bill Sienkiewicz, and knowing Bill Sienkiewicz yeah. inspired uh, guys like Chris Bocciolo. Really, you know, it, that's what we read comics for. We find people who we yeah. like and who we were inspired, and we trace them back. And Which is why I asked about the the Malieve because I love I, I love his art. So, oh, so um, great. Uh, you guys want to wrap up this with uh, She-Hulk? I know there's a yeah. lot of other stuff. I know well, Kit Harrington is going to play Black Knight. Oh yeah, which, that's right. They, they didn't announce that. We can oh, talk did they more. confirm that? Yes. There was a, a period Dan where you, you thought it was. I like to talk more about that. Maybe when we actually get any like actual oh, news yeah, of like Black what awesome. Black Knight. Which in the Eternal movies, I man, all right, sure, why not? Uh, but yeah, She-Hulk, Jennifer Walters. Uh, oh, boy. who's got a quick like update on who Jennifer Walters is? Oh, I, I got it. I got it. So. <laughs> Loading Kylepedia. I already, well, I already got ready. Enter query. There so you go. So Jennifer Walters <laughs> is officially the cousin of Bruce Banner. So um, basically... Uh, <laughs> Someone's getting a call to contest your She-Hulk. Oh, no, no, <laughs> no, you don't. Uh, no, um, so basically, uh, Bruce goes to visit Jennifer. They get in a car accident, and she's about to die, so she needs a blood transfusion. A la Bruce Banner's gamma-radiated blood transfers into her body. She becomes She-Hulk. Now, the one difference between Bruce... And Jennifer is, she can control her transformation, where she doesn't lose her intelligence. And for the longest time, she almost decided to always stay inside the She-Hulk persona, mm-hmm. becoming a major superhero as part of the Avengers, Fantastic Four, and an all-time awesome lawyer, lawyer for, yep. in, in New York. And now she's gone through a different one where basically Thanos almost killed her. She comes out of it, and the new tra- in the new Avengers run, she's almost pretty much the Hulk now. Like she, like when she becomes yeah. She-Hulk, she loses oh, her mentality no. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. That that Avengers run is a really cool take on uh, Jennifer and Hulk and their or She Hulk and their separation and what that means in in their world that they have to work in. Because yeah. Jennifer's kind of this is the worst I've seen her. Yeah. You know, normally she's kind of has control of her scene. Uh, she's she's kind of like Smart Hulk in yeah, Endgame. Yeah. No, no, no not anymore. I, and so she, and oh. the way they draw her, she's and huge. Like after the, the events of Civil War Two, like yeah, she. The, the character changed dramatically, but I know uh, I think Dan Slott had a great no not Dan Slott Charles Charles Soule had mm-hmm. a really good run with mm-hmm. uh, She Hulk because he's a lawyer mm-hmm. uh, on top of writing everything else that he's doing. Right, uh, he's a lawyer, so like they really focused on like the law aspect of Jennifer. Wool- uh, yeah, Jennifer being a lawyer for like the superhero community, kind of. So, do you think that his run would be? Um better suited for the TV show and what they're going to pull from? Yeah, because I think it could be like, like a law procedural type of That hero would be awesome. Show. So, I mean, Law and Order SVU has been going on for 21 years, apparently, so people enjoy this kind of stuff. Right. <laughs> well, and, and um, I, I'm, I mean, I haven't read the new Avengers run, but I'm kind of hoping it's not that. I want classic She-Hulk in this. I'm telling you I right want now. fun and funny, but I don't yeah, know exactly. if we're like going to get that. Run. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was thinking. I, I will say this. No matter what you want for She-Hulk, that Avengers run is out of this world good. It, it okay. is fun. Right. It, 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 is, it, is, it is a fun ride. There's things that, like just the team, you have the, the Trinity. Um, Ghost Thor, Rider. Thor. You know, um, Captain America and, and Iron Man. Um, but then you have Captain Marvel, which is kind of the new leader. Um, but she's going through some things. And But then you have Ghost Rider and Blade and She-Hulk and a raging She-Hulk. And from that, 
there are still things that you never thought you wanted to see out of an Avengers run that yeah. you get. It's doing really – and no, I think my favorite thing is not just the Avengers, and they're doing like this, the Vampire Wars, but oh, you, have, yeah. you have Coulson with the Squadron Supreme of America. Yeah. Oh, wow. Who is being controlled by Mephisto. Yeah. <laughs> Coulson or the whole squadron? Uh, he's, he's basically doing the whole uh, – he's controlling Coulson. Got it. And okay. basically control, and he's controlling the Squadron and, Supreme and of America. And by extension. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you guys know the real origin of She-Hulk and, and why we have She-Hulk? I, f- I feel like, wasn't there going to be a spinoff of the show? Yeah, it was the, it was the TV really? show. The, this is the reason they created yeah. She-Hulk is is they saw Bionic Man and they go, oh, That's what was their spinoff? Right. Oh, they did a Bionic Woman. Woman. What if yeah. they we did a She-Hulk? And so Stan and, and John Bushima immediately go put out a comic so that they don't lose the rights to this character that yeah. was just going to be a TV character that yeah. never happened. Yeah. Well, so 1980, a, we get Savage She-Hulk. So here's a question for you. Where was She-Hulk's first appearance in any based medium outside of print? Outside of outside print? Outside of print? Was she ever? Yeah. I feel like going to be something like Macy's Day Parade no. or something. Do you remember? Like I'm talking about TV. She oh. did. I was going to say TV because I'm pretty sure... She shows up in the Hulk show. Yeah, the one that came out with Spider-Man's Amazing Friends in 1982. Okay. Oh. Yeah, she appears <clears> in that. And, but the th- weird part is in there, she plays basically an actual female Hulk. Like, she, d- she doesn't keep her intelligence like she does in the comic okay. books. I will say, and this will date me, the last series I read that She-Hulk was in was, I want to say Slot's FF. Um, Slot had a great casting idea for uh, Jessica. Who? Tina Fey. Oh my God! He goes. He he just. So good. He nailed certain points. It said wait, Tina Fey is Jessica Walters. Jennifer she, Walters. Jennifer Walters. Uh, say Jessica. Give me back your card, please. Oh, I, I'm, I'm thinking about Arrested <laughs> Development. <laughs> you, you said Jessica. I'm like, are we talking about Jessica like Spider Woman? Are we yeah, talking yeah, like yeah, who yeah. are we talking about? I keep calling her Jessica too. I know it's Jennifer, but for, yeah, because of Jessica Walters, like I keep saying Jessica. So hopefully we'll get over that by the end of the Well, day. could we just have the actress from Arrested Development player? That'd as be long, awesome. As long as she hold high, uh, high fives, as long as she high fives right. a million angels, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm on board with Tina Fey playing not Jennifer. <clears throat> Maybe that wasn't Slot's FF run, but it had Allred art. God, who the hell wrote that? It's the it's when the Fantastic Four are off universe, and so FF's Pick run me? by Ant Man. Oh no no no! That was, that was no. It's uh, oh god, no. That was the that was the uh, Mike Allard run. That that was such a great series. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. No, yeah. It, it's Medusa. It's uh, Jennifer. It's uh, Scott, and it's uh, 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 no. It's like the human new girlfriend who's using like the thing costume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. that was uh, no, but, was, um, Freedom, uh, Freedom no, uh, Future Foundation. Future Foundation, oh, right, right, right. But um, Wonder Man's in that too, right? No, he may yeah, have, no, because they're dating oh. him and Jennifer. No, Wonder Man never dated Jennifer. Wonder Man dated Carol. Jesus, he who? did. He did Captain Marvel. She's, no, there, there's like a there's a romance brewing in that, and I want to yeah say between Scott with, and the and the uh, and the girls wearing the thing costume. Yeah, no, no, no. But there is a romance between Jennifer and somebody else, and I want to say it's Wonder Man. May, I'll have to go I'm back and look, look at it. Yeah. I'm anyway. gonna have to find some soap opera music to put in here. Yeah, but, um, yeah, you should. Who will Jennifer end well, up he's with? Looking that up. I can uh, tell you all Jennifer slept with. These are the days with. of our lives. She slept with Luke Cage. She slept with Juggernaut. Yeah, well, that, that was easy. Isn't yeah. that Wonder Man? Tony Stark? No. Well, that's who I'm thinking Wyatt of. It's, it's Wyatt. the Human Torch's college roommate. He's an Indian. It's a typical Indi- normal Native Indian who was... Uh, okay, well, Torch's. it is Wyatt in the FF series. I thought no, yeah, he, he was yeah, he Wonder appeared. Man. Yeah. Okay, yeah, right. not Simon okay. Williams. All right. Yeah. All right, yeah, that's where I'm going to fade out. I think we're good in this episode. Well, uh, one more thing. Okay. Um, what is it? What is so, it? something that's been trending on Twitter 
uh, someone did a fan casting for uh, Jennifer Walters, and she's actually on board with it. Uh, Rosario Dawson. Oh, yeah. that would be good too. I would like that. Rosario, Rosario Dawson. Maybe. Well, yeah, but that, that universe is gone it. now. Yeah, that universe I mean, is gone. And with it them was casting, snapped away. And, <laughs> and, 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 <laughs> that's not a bad thing. When the Hulk snapped the, his fingers, he also changed all that stuff. Yeah, and with them, with them, with them casting Mahershala specific. Ali as Blade, that pretty much <laughs> nullifies <laughs> that. that. Yeah, that's no, no, true. No, 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 no. That's a great segue for me to bitch about Sony. Oh, yeah, the last one. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Wait a minute. Wait, why are we bitching about Sony? Shouldn't we be bitching about Disney holding the reins? So as a good show, we're going to so end, end on a negative note. So here we go. Here we go. <laughs> no, no. I'm sorry, Sony. Get off your high britches. You made a deal five years ago or four years ago to let, to let Marvel use Spider-Man. You made a deal. You signed the contract. This is what you're going to get yeah, paid. Yeah, but now Disney wants more. They're the ones changing the deal. What, Disney wants more? Disney wants more Oh, I'm money. hearing Sony wanted No, oh, okay. Sony wants to keep the same deal, which is they, pay for, every, they pay for everything. Okay, Disney I'd heard differently. Up front. Yeah, yeah. All right, Disney, get off your high horse. They have, they have <laughs> They have the room to say, hey, you know, pitch in a little. We're making billion-dollar movies over here, and all you do is own a license. Yeah. So, so okay, yeah, that, we, okay, if Sony's think, not the – okay, I thought Sony was bitching that they wanted more money because these movies made $3 billion. Look, as a fan, I'm upset because, of course, I love Spider-Man in the uh, MCU. And but I don't need Disney to own every movie studio. Like, that's not what we need. Now, if they can I buy Spider-Man back, sure. Well, see, that's the thing. It, if right? they could just get Spidey back. Because, I mean, I hate to say it. Well, so what these, is, these, these last films with Tom Holland are the best Spider-Man Well, movies. not even that. I mean, Outside of Spider-Verse, which they got lucky with, yeah. what, what good Spider-Man film have you guys done since maybe Tobey Maguire? And that's number two. And, and that's that number out, two. I was going to say, yeah. That was 2004. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I tweeted out, there's an interview with Andrew Garfield talking about playing Spider-Man, and he goes there that when you are in roles like this, there are some people there that are not there for story and character. No. And those people sometimes make movies. Sony sucks. At least, <laughs> on the end of at least how they handle Spider-Man. Let me just, I'll put it there. Yeah. They suck. I mean, you, you guys got lucky. Spider-Verse was amazing. It got the Academy Award for Best Animation Film. And well, it, I mean, they lucked out on the directors. I mean, those directors yeah. should have yeah. been working yeah. on Solo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, yeah, but give up the reins. Give up Spider-Man. Give it back to Marvel. <sighs> I mean, why would you when, when, when Marvel's going, okay, we got Spider-Ghost. We just did it in the Spider-Verse. We got Miles. We, we got Peter. We could just make Spider-Man movies all day long, and Venom was successful. And Andy, I'm yeah, surprised about that and one. And Andy Serkis is now directing the next Venom. And now we can get Spider-Man back into our Venom movies. Yeah, yeah we going but forward. I don't want him in the but, a solo Spider-Verse. I want him as part of the MCU. But they they are they are Sony is risking alienating viewers if they're like, "Well, we're just going to recast Spider-Man again because Tom Holland is oh. fantastic, rightfully so, and has a lot of fans. That was my favorite story. The next day, I read a story from IGN that he unfollowed Sony on Instagram. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he did do that. And then turned around the next day and went to D23 and apologized to all the fans. Oh, really? He, he wasn't yeah, supposed he, to he, be there? I, I don't know if I he, have such a high respect for that kid. I, <laughs> yeah. I did read that he wasn't supposed to speak, and I'm like, what the hell yeah. kind of shit is that? Look, if I'm Tom Holland and my parents are fighting and my one of my parents is Disney, I'm going <laughs> to fight with Disney. Yeah. Yeah. All right? Because what? I stop being Spider-Man, but then I can be all these other Disney characters? 
Oh my God! Why, Clay? Oh God, Clay. <laughs> okay. Well, any other any other uh, stuff? Disney, Sony, we're good. Uh, I'm excited for the internal. Oh. Yeah. The cast, the the they not the cast, but the the designs. The look costume cool. design. Yeah, look costume great. design looks cool. Um, Although they all kind of look. I wish they were a little bit more different in the design, like. Right. More person. It looks. Yeah, just it like was the only body suits on this on different like different color body suits, but. But we'll see. I mean, it's just a character design. Um, Clay's showing us now people oh fails. And <laughs> so we're going to just ease on out of here. Yeah. Uh, right. All right. Uh, oh, uh, how about uh, we're getting a U.S. agent? Or, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. U.S. agent. Yeah. U.S. agent's going to be in uh, Falcon, Falcon and Winter Soldier. And, and, That's cool. You, yeah, and they said that. Ca- that Fal- Falcon uh, or Anthony America. Mackie said he wasn't going to be Captain America in this TV show. I think because he's going to be the Falcon. He's just going to be the Falcon that carries the With shield. The shield. Right. Like, like he doesn't want to take on the the yeah, name, I, the mantle. Yeah. Or actually, wasn't that part of the the comic book run that the U.S. government didn't want him to be Captain exactly. America? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And in there, they had a, they had a, a two or three issue run where basically he had to fight. They used U.S. agent to try to get the get Captain America away from him. Do y- y'all got any Wyatt Russell recommendations? Have y'all seen him in stuff? Because I really I enjoyed The Lodge, and he was pretty good in Overlord, that J.J. Abrams weird film. He he's a he's a cool dude. But what's weird is I my two favorite. Uh, Audio commentaries are from John Carpenter films, and they're John Carpenter and Kurt Russell just hanging out talking. Most of the time, they're talking about this kid who would become this actor because he was like a, a hockey protege. He was gonna like become pro and stuff, and then hurt himself. Oh. Uh, but yeah, and so so acting is, I hate to say like a backup thing, but it sounds like it was secondary to his hockey career. Right. But cool dude. I mean, it's it's funny because you'll watch him in interviews, you almost see Kurt Russell every time. Right. But he looks like a beach bum. So, <laughs> if you remember, we were gonna do this one thing where we do, and I forgot to remind everyone. So this is gonna be fun. Oh, this is gonna be horrible. At the end of the show, <laughs> we just do a blind recommendation or something. But I'll start. Um, well, so I have two quick ones. One of them is Mall Number One. Oh yes. Uh, we received an advanced copy. <laughs> uh, th- so for Mall Number One, uh, so like I said, we got an advanced copy, um, and I put out a, a little write up earlier on on my website and then retweeted it through next issue but uh, it's written by Mar- Marco Moresi and Gary Duberman with art by Zach Hartong uh, so they reached I mean they, they didn't reach out to us we reached out to them uh, and then like I said they give us an advanced copy it comes out on August uh, 28th 28th yeah so that I will say ball comics are hard to find afterwards uh, so yeah, yeah if you do want to check this out go pick it up um, you know as soon as you hear it so thanks for joining us you can find next issue at uh, on twitter at next issue pod on twitch at next issue and on facebook at next issue podcast you can find clay on twitter at clay underscore harrison kyle at kylepedia adrian at adrian underscore harry daniel at Echo Spider, and Josh at Cosmosis. Hail Bebo.